I got a call back from Google and then I got a call back from Facebook at the same time. That's why you see me doing Python as much as I'm doing it because I felt bad and I really wanted to become good in Python because that was the only problem I had with that process. Welcome back to Network Chuck. I've got someone on the channel today I've been following for a very long time. And he went from CCNA, CCMP to Network Engineer to all the boss stuff he's doing now within like one year. Um, we got Cisco Panther, Mr. Ernest here. How's it going, Ernest? I'm good, Chuck. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing fantastic and I'm really excited to talk to you because I'm trying to keep up with you. I'm trying to study. I'm trying to learn Linux, Python, all the things. And you're like doing all of that and way better than I am. So I want to crack how you're doing that. Um, the, the big thing I want to touch with you today, Ernest, is uh, how do you manage all of these things? How do you study? And you just had a, a baby, right? Like you have a son now. Yes, I have a son now. I had a son November last year. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. And yeah. I think you had, you had just gotten your CCMP and you were like, um, you would stay up with your son and study. I mean, I was just like so impressed with your hustle. And... I, I was I was actually studying for my tissue um, exam in the in the liberal room. I was probably <laughs> doing a lab in there because my wife took took like two days. We were just sitting there waiting for her to be ready to have the baby. I was just sitting down there labbing for my tissue exam because I had I was supposed to write a tissue exam. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that is dedication. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go through how you got started. What what um, what made you want to just go that fast within one year to get go from CCNA to CCP? I always tell people you can do it; it's possible. But man, you you took that to heart and you ran with it. And yeah. then I want to I, I really want to crack how you're how you're studying now because I'm so impressed by it. Because you're going for your CCIE, but yeah. you're also like you're way beyond me in Python and Linux and all of that. I mean, you're you're a boss right now. So I want to know how you're doing that and. Um, Maybe even list the resources that you've used because I, I need to learn this stuff too. So anyways, um, enough of me talking. So tell me, how did you uh, how did you get started going down the CCNA, CCMP path? Okay, yeah. Um, when I got here, um, 2017, because I moved to the United States 2017. And you're from so, Nigeria, right? Yeah, from Nigeria, yes. Yeah. So I moved 20, 2017. So I thought about the, the best way for me to introduce myself to the American market as a network engineer. So I thought to myself that the computer science degree that I have and the experience that I already have in Nigeria, I thought it was really not enough to um, prove to the employers that I really have the skills to deliver on the job. And uh, at that time, I was waiting for my um, employment authorization in the United States. Oh, so, okay. So I had a lot of time. So I, I I waited for it for so long, maybe um, a year. So within that year that I was waiting for my employment authorization, I studied five hours every day. What? That's amazing. Nonstop from January till November. So I got my CCNA um, June, and I went into the CCMP immediately. I remember I spoke to Jeremy Chop. Oh really? Awesome. Yeah, I because because I enrolled for the CBT Nuggets um, accountability coaching. Oh so, yeah, yeah. 
So I got the opportunity to speak with um, Jeremy, and he told me to go for the CCNS security before I go for the CCMP. But then um, I tried the security. I started it, but um, it didn't interest me. So, You're like, shut up, Jeremy. I don't care what you say. I'm going to do my own thing. So I went back to routing and switching because I wanted to like really know more about the routing and switching and stuff. And so I started the CCMP and it started flowing again, just like the CCNA. And I kept going. And the, the thing that I do that keeps me um, going is that I register the exam. Like, I don't, I don't say, oh, I'm just going to keep studying when I'm ready. I'm going to reach the mm-hmm. I just say, oh, I'm going to do this, um, this exam in four months. And I go ahead and pay for it. So my money is on the line. Mm. And it's a lot of money, so I got to study. So I, I let my wife know. I let the people around me know that this is what I'm doing. I do it every day, five hours. I make sure that I don't miss it. Like, and it got to a point, like, just like you always saying, you're trying to anywhere I am, I'm thinking about my certification. Like, it's like something holding me on my neck. If I'm driving in the car, my wife is driving, I'm on my phone looking at um, maybe questions and answers and just going through CCMP stuff. And if I'm doing chores at home, I just um, put on my headphone and I'm listening to Chris Bryan. His, uh, his boot camp. So this information when I'm lobbying, every, I just soak it all up. Anywhere I am, I am doing networking. So I, wow. Because Chris Bryan, uh, Udemy lets me play when I'm doing something without um, having to um, mm-hmm. start it. I just put it on my ear and I listen to it while I go. And when it's time to lab, I go into lobbying. And like the way I did it, I really wanted to um, be good at what I do. Like I didn't want to just get the certification because um, you can definitely um, do it fast and get the certification, but you don't really have yes. to. And it got to a point I had to buy the gears because I wanted to feel it again, touch it, and have it at home. I bought the gears, I, I set it up, and um, I started labbing with them. Now, is, that, is that your favorite way to lab, or do you no. do you virtual? Do you lab virtually at all? My favorite way is virtual. I don't I don't like the hardware stuff. Uh, it's it's hard because it's cumbersome. You have to move stuff yeah, around. Yeah, so I have to keep moving the cable. And um, if I set up a topology in the virtual, if I don't like it, I just tear it apart. Uh, I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. So, but but the hardware you gotta physically go there and touch it. So. I, I like I, I use them GNS three for my um, for my CCNA. I use GNS three for my CCNA, but um, and then I use GNS three two for my CCMP. But right now in the CCIE, I'm using EvenG. Really? Okay. So I I haven't really touched EvenG yet, but I keep hearing about it. I keep hearing everybody talking about it's it. Apparently, awesome. it's like it is awesome. I keep hearing that it's like GNS3 and viral had a baby, and yes. this is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. And and the good thing about it is um, I was so lucky. My friend, um, CyberZeus, he's on Twitter too. Um, one of yeah, the I've, seen, I've seen him around. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a CCIE too. Um, 
he um actually let me use his lab because he has his own home lab so he just let my public ip through so nice. i, I kind of just log in and i lab with his home home lab it's that's a huge help to me and i'm shouting out to him because <laughs> yeah so guys go follow him i'll put his twitter handle up on the screen go follow yeah. this guy people who help out the community like that they're amazing yeah. Yes, it's, it's getting me going for my CCIE. I didn't have to worry about because setting up EVNG is not easy. Yeah. I may have to make a video about that. Yeah, because that it sounds worth it because I know it's I know GNS3 is trying to give us a browser based situation, but EVNG you access via browser. You don't have to download a client. It's just easy. Yeah, yeah. like um, the lab that I'm using now, I just um, log in. Um, and just um, I have my separate lab in in its own network, and I just open it and and I lab in there and I sign out when I'm done. Ah, dude, that's amazing. That's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when you're labbing complex stuff, you don't want to have to worry about building up the lab part. You just want to be able to lab what you're learning. And yeah, it's so frustrating to try to troubleshoot your lab hardware. It's the most annoying thing in the world. It's like AWS Cloud. <laughs> Speaking it's of which, I, mean, I forgot you were also learning AWS. I mean, you, you are a beast. We have so many things to cover. So, okay, I, I want to know real quick. So, you got your CCNA and CCMP in one year, and yes. you were labbing, and you were working on this five hours a day. How did you stay motivated? How many, I'm sure you had days where you woke up and you didn't want to do it. When you hit those walls, what what did you do to overcome that? Okay, um, one thing I say to people is uh, all the time. Before I started, I already looked up um, what what would be your salary or an hourly pay for CCMP in the United States. Mm. So I got that information, and it, it was really what I really wanted. So what I did is I put up a screensaver of a Mercedes that I want. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this is how I treat my brain. I put it up a screensaver of Mercedes that I want. And when I wake up in the morning, I tell myself, if you don't lie, you can't afford this Mercedes. Mm. So you got you to gotta put in the work. And, and I'm glad uh, right now I can afford it. That's awesome. Have you, have you gotten it yet? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I need a picture of that when you do it. That's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> you should make a video about that. Actually, that'd be hilarious. I'm gonna make a video of that. Because <laughs> that's a, that's a huge moment to to hear that that that's what you set up as your your carrot. That was your the thing you desired, and yeah. that's what drove you on. And then to, yeah. to get that, that would be just the, the the coolest thing ever. Seriously. You know, like you used to say in your video, like you give your brain the little little um, celebration, like when you finish 25 minutes, so tell yourself I'm gonna play a video game, like mm -hmm. your brain and stuff like that. So I didn't do the little one; I just put up my Mercedes and said, "This is what I want when I when I get this type of job." So this that was how I was able to treat my brain. So every day I wake up, it was not like um, a bother to me. I just wanted to do it because I liked it. I just wake up and I do it every day. And I post, I see people um, get motivated. People want to get their CCNA and people looking at what you're doing and other people get motivated. It, it gave me like um, a lot of push to keep going. That's what I, I love about this community is that there are so many passionate people going for their CCNA and MP. And like 
Yeah. I, I mean, you're an example of how if you get that, it'll change your life. Yeah. It's it's real. I mean, if you if you have it's the real. hustle, it, it will happen. <laughs> it will happen. It definitely happen. Like um, the community is so good. Like um, the lab everyday community. The mm-hmm. one like every time you reach out to Duan, he's always there to help you out. And CyberZeus, I can text him like 10 o'clock at night, 10 p.m. He responds and he troubleshoot with me till like 12 a.m. And I'm like, what? Dude. I, I'm telling you, this happens. Like when I, I hit a roadblock, I, I literally hit him up like 11 p.m. And he responds. And wow. then he walked me through the, the problem and he told me what to do. Like I've learned a lot from him to become like a, a better engineer. So That's, we'll get his phone number and we'll we'll put it right up here. So if you guys have any issues, just call him at eleven at night. And uh... <laughs> yes. So um, so you got you got your CCMP, uh, and that was like what? When did you get your CCMP? Like December? Um, it was November. November. And did you already yeah. have a, a network engineer job at that point, or had you not no. gotten it yet? No, I, I didn't have a network engineer job at that point. So d- describe that process. So once you had your NA and you had your NP. What did you do to find that job? Okay, when I, I, as soon as I got my NP, um, I got, I applied for Google and Facebook. Of course, you got to. I, I, I think all of us have at least applied for Google or Facebook at least one yeah. time. <laughs> so once I applied for Google and Facebook, and um, one of the guys from Lab Every Day, he actually gave me um, like a referral. And I, I I got a call back from Google, and then I got a call back from Facebook at the same time. What? Yes. So the interviews were like back to back, and I had like maybe four months to go through the whole process. Oh my gosh, that's exhausting. I hate I hate those long interview processes. I yeah, really do. It's a long interview process. They give you a whole bunch of stuff that you gotta know before you come in for the interview. So with that process, it became another study cycle for me, preparing for those interviews, learning Python. That's when I started learning Python because it was a production network engineering job and it required a lot of automation. So I had to like really be good in Python. So that's when I started joining Python with my networking um, studies. And the, the, the job was really like a CCIE role so a lot of technologies that they use um, is like in the CCIE blueprint. So it was like for me, studying for the interview and as well studying for the CCIE. So it was a win-win for me. That is so cool. So hold on, where do you work right now? I work in Prudential. Okay, so you don't work for Facebook right now. No, I don't. <laughs> so I'm about to say, hold on a second. <laughs> and not to diminish where you work now, but so what happened with the Facebook and Google situation? Um, I, I got through the first interview. I, I passed the first interview, so they called me for the second interview. It was um, the coding phase, mm-hmm. and that's when I got kicked out. Oh, and I'm sure that just lit a fire under you to get that's, that done, though. That, that's that's why that's why you see me doing Python as much as I'm doing it, because I felt bad, and I really wanted to become good in Python, because that was the only problem I had with that process. Dude, and you, you're so lucky to have experienced that because a lot of network engineers don't realize the how big this is going to be. I mean, we, we are starting to see it now with the CCNA having Python stuff and the NP. Yeah. 
But these big jobs that require a lot of automation because things are so big, they're going to start trickling down to all the other companies. Yes. And that skill is so vital. So for you to see that and like go, wow, I didn't get this job because I didn't know Python. I'm like, wow. No. <laughs> I told myself this is not going to happen again. Mm. Definitely not going to happen again. So I started digging into Python and getting serious and learning Linux. That's when I started doing Linux stuff that you see at that time. That mm -hmm. was the time I was preparing for the Google and Facebook interview because um, I needed to know Linux. I needed to know Python. I needed to be good in networking. I got the networking part down code, but I needed the Python and the Linux skills to actually land the role, which I didn't um, have at that time because I had a short time to pick up those skills. Wow. So, so I want to know, so um, when you... When you found out that you would need to learn Python and Linux, what resources did you use? Because you, you didn't have a lot of time. So what did you choose to get yourself ramped up? What I used was um, David Bombo. Mm -hmm. Shout out David Bombo. Go follow <laughs> that guy. I used David Bombo. And, um, and then I started using Code Academy. Code Academy. Yeah. And, and, and it was, it's confusing though. I think it's just Code Academy, right? It, yeah, it's like, like there's no Academy. A in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Code Academy. <laughs> yeah, they're great. I've been using them recently, and um, it's it's pretty good. Did you did you ever use their uh, their paid version at all? Yeah, I, I'm. I always use their paid version. It's really good. Like they make you do all these projects, a little little projects, and get you acclimated with the subject, and you really learn a lot doing um, Code Academy. Yeah, some people don't like it, but I I, I like it so far. It's been good uh, for me. I think it's it's pretty good. Well, yeah, because like within the first like three, um, within the first minute, you're coding. Yes. you're not watching a video. You're not watching some guy do something. You're no. just they tell you to code and you code. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. You keep coding till you're done. To the last to the last um, syllable that they have there, you're coding like there's no stopping. That's awesome. So yeah, you've just encouraged me to finish Code Academy because I started it. I kind of like relaxed on it a bit, but it's it's good to hear that. So after you fit, so I'm, I assumed you finished Code Academy. So they had a Python course. Yeah, Did you finish they, the whole they, Python thing. Yeah, they had the Python course. I finished the the Python course and I finished everything. But when I got to the interview and they started pasting the questions on the screen. Man, I got lost. Like, what <laughs> <laughs> so okay. You know, I I know there's probably some NDA stuff you can't give away, but can you describe yeah. what that process was like, if you can? Yeah, the um, I'm not gonna um like tell the question, but the the process is um, you get on your computer and um, when it's time, the person logs in and you log in and he puts the question on the screen and he watches you solve the problem and you gotta explain the problem as you go. Was it just like basic Python stuff, uh, or was it uh, was it network automation kind of stuff too, or was it just no, Python it, questions? No, uh, that's that's the thing. It wasn't network automation stuff because he was if he was um, netmaker stuff, I would have gone through. Oh, okay. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It was about um, clouds, you know, regular Python stuff that the software guys do. So they, they were testing you for a yeah, network engineering so, job on on software engineering stuff. So That's when I gave my review, I told them I'm not a software engineer. <laughs> why did they, why would they give me this type of um, problem to solve? Like this is supposed to be like a network engineering position and not really software engineering. So it was a lot of coding and I didn't make it through. 
but um it gave me a lot of push to um really dig into python and i like um where i am right now so take me on the journey of how you've uh where, where how, how did you get to where you are now because i've seen you like just killing it studying non-stop and what are you using right now to learn python and and at what level would you consider yourself now um right now i would say intermediate and so what does that mean like obviously you're, you're kind of comfortable with network automation so you can use netmeco you can do all yeah. kinds of stuff but i mean can you can you um work with apis can you pretty much yeah. automate anything you want yes right now or when it comes to networking using python as a tool to um work on the network i i got that part down like i understand it i know how to um really do stuff with python like recently i was working on a project to automate um vlan creation on a, on a router on a, and the switch and what what the app is supposed to do is you log in you um create a vlan and once you create the vlan it synchronizes with um an sql database so it updates the VLAN um, creation that you did on the router, on the wow. database. And then it actually creates the VLAN for you so you don't have to log into the router to create the VLAN. So once you um, choose um, the ID, the VLAN ID and the VLAN name, um, NetMeco takes it from there. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I, I love that practical example you just gave us because, uh, I mean, a lot of people, when they hear network automation, it's kind of like abstract. Like, oh, yeah, it's you program the network, but I don't know what that means. That's a cool example. That's a cool example. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, what did you use to learn to get to this level of Python mastery? Um, I, use a lot, I use a lot of resources. I've used um, Pluralsight. I've used Codecademy. I've used um, a lot of courses on Udemy. Like if you see my Udemy, um, the courses that I bought <laughs> off Udemy. <laughs> I'm the same way, dude. <laughs> I, I, I want to start giving it away because there's a lot of courses on, on that I have in my Udemy that I haven't even opened. I just buy them. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's what I love about Udemy, man. Like when they have those sales and everything's just yeah. ten dollars, you're like, just, all that information for ten bucks? <laughs> why not? <laughs> I, just, I just buy them. I, I don't even think about it. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I've used, I've used boot camps from Udemy, I've used, um, like I said, Code Academy, and right now I'm using um, DataCamp. DataCamp? I've never heard of that. Yes, DataCamp. It's like a, a data science part of, uh, the part of Python for data science, but I'm just doing it to really just um, soak in Python and understand all the um, nitty gritties of Python. Interesting. So I want to touch on that here in a second, but let's jump to um, your CCIE studies because we had a big, big announcement in our, in June, right? And it's it's kind of crazy. So now that you're going for your CCIE, do you plan on finishing it before Surfocalypse? Yes, um, I want to, but um, I'm just taking it one day at a time. I keep having these mixed feelings. I want to wait till February and just take the new one or just finish it before then. I mean, but I'm still studying every day nonstop. And I think maybe like yesterday, literally I just thought to myself, maybe I should go do the lab December 
and see what happens. Yeah. I I think you should. I you know I would love for you to commit to that right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, would, I wouldn't do it too. You, you <laughs> just schedule it. Yeah, get get online right now and schedule it. That's what you that, said you should, should do, right? I'm like, I can go. In, I can go in um, August, like um, end of August, and get and write and do the re and and just schedule the lab and and just shut everything off and just lab for three months or four months and go in and see what happens. That would be fun. I've been I've been studying for like doing the CCIE stuff and you know going to work, coming back and um, labbing at home. I mean, I think I can I can do it. I given your track record, I think you could do it too. I mean, I you, think you, I, can. you... <laughs> I think I can do it. Because your hustle is like way different than my hustle. My hustle is like I'm gonna wake up early and study for an hour. You're like I'm gonna spend all night studying. What? <laughs> um, so. So now that you have like a, you're a full time network engineer, and yep. uh, how do you how do you how much do you study now every day? Um, I'm just grateful to God because um, my job gives me a lot of time. Oh, that is so I, cool! That if you can find a job that will let you study like on because like well people don't I hate jobs that don't understand that the, being a network engineer a lot of the time is just learning, make, yeah. learning thing, learning ways to make the network better. That is yeah. part of the job. That I've worked for a lot of places that they did not realize that. They just wanted me to just produce, 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 and I never got time to study. So it was cool you found a place like that. So you're studying yeah. at work, and then how much t- how much time do you devote to studying like after work? Not not really um, studying at work because my 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 schedule right now is like three three days a week. So I'm literally home four days a week. Oh cool! Oh cool! That's awesome. And so I I think the four days. I actually do three days of studies because on Sunday I try not to study and spend time with the family. That's good. Yeah, that's, so, good. that's important. So I do three days and I, I run it like a job. I, I wake up in the morning. I do um, five till seven. And then I take my son to daycare. And then I get back to it again. And I'm running till 12. I, I take a break like an hour. I'm running till five. Everybody comes home. I just chill out and just spend time with the family. Man, that's amazing. That that's some hardcore discipline right there. Like that's I'm so impre- I'm so impressed by that. That's amazing. That's how I do it. Like um, I can't stop right now. You know, when you get to a certain level of um, success in what you're doing, and then you tend to relax and just um, enjoy the moment, and you forget that um, there was a hunger that got you where you are. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep that fire burning and you got to keep learning it because this this field that we and whether whether you are a software engineer web developer network engineer is a lifetime sign up for studying learning new stuff because technology keeps changing that's that's amazing like and, and you're, you're speaking to me because i i've gotten to points where i was really comfortable where i was at my career like i I gotten a raise i was at a really good role i could kind of relax a little bit i didn't have to study as hard um mm-hmm. and i and i just kind of didn't study mistake i got left behind with a lot of things i wish i would have done what you're doing and so that's so encouraging to hear yes i i didn't want to relax and say oh now i got where i wanted to be as far as um being a network engineer now I don't have to study because even when I go into my job, I try to look for new things to add value to the job and not just join everybody. And just because um, some jobs can let you relax, mm-hmm. 
and you just chill out and you, and then there comes a time you're not really learning new stuff so i don't want to be that engineer that comes in and does the same thing every day and goes home and comes back and do the same thing so that's why i kind of touch every technology that there is out there because we meet them every day you have aws thrown at you you have linux thrown at you python here and there um the networking stuff so you gotta try to do it all i know people um try to understand how i'm able to manage everything yeah time. please please tell us because you're insane but there may be a method to the madness hopefully yeah. we can cover that right now <laughs> the, the thing about it is, um, while, while i was studying computer science in nigeria we we do eight courses in like three to four months so like yeah. a class that would typically be like a whole semester or like a whole like two semesters you would do in three months no like um we we got two semesters in a year and in one semester you got like eight courses and the next semester you got another eight courses so like oh wow in a year so that that study habit and that um that level of um commitment that we used while we were trying to get my college degree is still with me because you had to really study those eight courses mm. So, and if you don't study those eight courses, you're definitely going to fail and you have to retake some courses. So I take that and put it into what I'm doing now. So I love that. That's I good. Can, I can try to manage my time and get three hours in there, four hours in there, two hours in there in a week and just bring it all together. Because finally, everything still comes together. When you're doing AWS, it's like doing networking. It's just that you're not dealing with hardware. Okay, so for this is really for my benefit. I don't care if anyone gets anything out of this. This is for me. Um, tell me, how do you break down? So first of all, what what are you studying right now? What are all the things you're you're currently in in studying process of? Um, right now, what I'm studying is I'm heavy on Python. That's that's the the most thing that I'm studying right now, and I devote time a lot of time to my CCIE lab. Okay. So I do the CCIE lab and I do Python. I, I try to follow Nick Russo because he's putting mm -hmm. out a lot of good contents for network automation. So I'm following him and I'm going to Cisco DevNet to actually mm -hmm. see what they have there too. And I, I just follow everything. I'm so, just uh, trying to keep up, man. There's a lot of things going on. I got to learn SDN. I got to learn um, <laughs> SD1. I got to learn SDA. It's just a lot. It is a lot. It is, so, um, I, I want to find out how much of that your company is actually using right now. But first, I want to ask: uh, going through Code Academy and the things you've done before, um, how has that prepared you? And do you feel like it's enough to prepare someone to approach Cisco DevNet and start using the APIs and everything? Yes, definitely. Um, with um, Code Academy and and couple of courses on Udemy, when you do for time, you do it like two times. Like I went through the Code Academy course like two times. Really? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because yeah, it's 25 hours. So with my study habit, if I do five hours, I can finish it in five days. I mean, two days if you, if it's <laughs> if you have a cup of coffee. <laughs> and then I come back to it and I, and I try to do it again. And I mean, when you get into Cisco DevNet, you can definitely catch up with whatever they're doing there. 
Okay, cool. So I, that's good to hear because I know a lot of people are trying to figure out how to approach Cisco DevNet. I know there's some there's some beginner courses you can take. Yeah, but Cisco um, DevNet really starts you from the basic too. They, they mm-hmm. like teach you the basics of Python and stuff like that. But the, the the thing is that they don't get into like object oriented programming and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's I, I've gone through a few DevNet things, and that's kind of what I felt like was missing. Like I, yeah. I, I'm learning a little bit of Python, but I'm like I don't really know how to use it. Yeah, and I wanted to know how to use it, so. Yeah, that's um, where the network engineers, we, uh, that's where we have these gaps as network engineer because we just jump into Python. Like I, I, I had made a post on, link, uh, on LinkedIn um, talking about the same thing because when I started, I, I took David Bombo's course and that mm-hmm. was, I, I could um, send commands to the switches and routers and I felt I was okay until I went for the Google interview. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I feel that and then I had to come back to the basics I had to read the the tutorial from actually python.org because they have a really good tutorial there I had to read like the people who developed python what they were thinking how how they wanted people to actually use this language so I had wow. to start there reading everything that they have there and the language references and stuff like that to really get understand what the the vast um, use for Python. So after that, I came back to network automation and it's making a lot of sense now. So now I know when to put something as a function and I call it whenever I want it or when to introduce classes into into my program or stuff like that. But before mm. then, it was, it was just a one-way road. I just come in and it's net me all the way. That's interesting. That's cool. So you would encourage people to kind of definitely study network automation, but step outside the box for a bit so you can yes. really know how it works. So yes. you can know when to use which tool. Yes, when to use which tool and when to and how to organize your program, how to their packages. There's, there's a lot of things that Python does that people don't know, but because we're so focused on network automation, we miss the other part. You can actually become a Python developer and and make a lot of money just doing Python. Now, question though, I and I wanted to touch on this. I can tell you're you're doing the Python data camp thing, so you're looking at the data science stuff and you're getting really deep into Python. Do you see yourself becoming more of a developer? Yes, I I was actually gonna touch on that because the way I am, I'm a kind of person that when I like when I go into Code Academy. I look at all the courses there and I want to know it all. <laughs> They're like, which you one do you want to pick? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I want to I do it all. Like when I go to Linux Academy, I, wa- I want to finish everything. I, but we don't have that much time. And, and if you keep doing that, you're not going to really master one thing. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, I, I think um, sometime within this year, I, I run a course on PHP, on Code Academy. I learned JavaScript. I learned HTML. I learned CSS. I just so you, took, you, you you learned all the front end stuff. I just took our time and just finished it on Code Academy, but I understood that um, programming languages are just a tool because JavaScript and Python they they're basically doing the same thing: the same if else statement, the same function, the same classes. It's just a tool. It depends on what you're trying to achieve. So I thought about it. What I'm trying to achieve is being a network engineer or maybe becoming a DevOps engineer. 
So Python better serves my purpose than learning all these other technologies. I saw when, you do that. I saw you kind of take a break and like look at Java and all that. I was curious what you were doing. Yes, that's that's what I did. So like when you go to PHP, for example, you have an array, an associative array, and in Python, it's called a list and dictionary. So it's just people twisting things and having different languages. So I stopped hopping around. Brilliant. Okay, so so you took the time to go like figure out what else is out there, but you figured out real quick yeah. what you needed to focus on, which takes a tremendous amount of wisdom. So that, that's that's huge yeah. on you. Um, yeah. And that's good for us to hear, like, because I know people are tempted to go and learn something else outside of Python, but I mean, yeah. Cisco, they've doubled down on Python. Like that's yeah. their language, and it's yeah. <laughs> very much the language of our our whole industry yeah. right now. And when you look at all the computer science um, college courses, everybody's switched to using Python. Nobody's using Java to teach um, basic programming in school no more. Everybody uses Python. MIT, like they have free courses on YouTube. Duan shared one the other time, and I finished it. I, I, I... <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I hopped on it immediately. I saw it. It was a really nice course. Okay, awesome. So w what I would like to do after this video is that I want you to give me a course or a list of courses you've taken and what you recommend because I want to be able to post those in the description. So we'll, we'll get that from you afterwards. Um, so now I, I want to I figure out how you do the whole eight, the whole college eight class mentality. Like, cause I know at one time I saw you studying Linux um, on Linux Academy and you were studying AWS and Python. How did you block out um, times to study each of those? Yes, um, so what I do is I, I make a schedule for um, each, I allocate time for each um, subject every day. So say I wanna do eight hours today. Gosh. <laughs> I, 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 if I decide to do eight hours today, I can decide to do um, Linux for two hours when I wake up, I just um, play with Linux and then I get into Python and when it's mid-afternoon, I can do a little bit of AWX. When it gets to networking, that means I'm relaxing because I really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it gets to networking, it's, it's time to relax on me. I do that last. That's hilarious. Cause, cause, You're cause such a I'm, beast, dude. You're a beast. I get happy when I'm, when I'm, pulling out routers and switches on EVNG and putting them together and putting out configurations. And then I learned something, um, typing the configs on Notepad before pasting it on the, on the router. That's cool, man. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it made That's me good. Learn. That's excellent. That's excellent. It made me learn the, the commands. Like, it, it's another level of learning. Yeah, because we, we become so dependent on tab and question mark. That's an yeah. excellent, excellent, excellent idea. I like yeah. that. So anywhere I am, I can really remember the commands because I know what it looks like before I even paste it on the on the device. Wow, yes, that's good. But I mean, that your hustle is so impressive. Um, er gosh. Erica taught me that. Erica taught me that. Oh, really? The the Notepad thing? Yeah. That's Erica. Erica Thomas Erica Bradley Cooper. or Erica Cooper. Oh, Cooper. Cooper. That's yeah. right. <laughs> what's what's her Twitter handle? Um. Ah, oh, shame on you. Come on. <laughs> God. I'll list it here. Don't worry. I'll list it here. I'll look her up after this. <laughs> I forgot what the handle is. <laughs> so um, last question, and the one ended off because I don't want to keep you too long. Um, 
for someone going for their CCNA right now or even working on their CCMP, would you recommend they kind of do what you've done and divide up their time, focus on networking, focus on Python, focus on Linux? Or would you say just devote all their time to one thing? Yes. Um, right now with the the exam blueprint that we have for CCNA for the new one, I would say you can't really focus on networking right now because it's a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So, but it's for, if it's for the old one, I would say just finish your CCNA, get the networking um, knowledge because it's just the foundation of everything we do. You got to get the layer one straight. You got to get your layer two, layer three before anything comes through. Amen. Amen. <laughs> if layer We're, one is not working, nothing is going to work on the network. It's over. So, you know, how do you, how do you feel about the new CCNA? Because I'm a little sad that so many things are taken out and I'm, I'm and I, I'm sad the CSENT is going to be gone too. What do you think about it? I actually like the new exams that they put out. I, I really? Like okay. I, I love everything that they did, especially they, they took out rip for me. It was that, they, they, they ripped it out. Yes. <laughs> I'm happy they took a rip because um, every time I sat down and I'm studying something on rip or I'm loving something on rip, I don't like it because I've never used it anywhere. I've never seen anybody talk mm-hmm. about it. No. I've never seen any company ask me for rip knowledge, but I had to um, lob it up to pass the exam. But I'm glad they, they finally took it out. So I, I hate it when like any any video course you'll watch, if they say, oh, you got to learn this, but you're never going to use it in the real world. You would yeah. I immediately just turn off from it. I'm like, the why? The why am I learning this? Why am I learning this? Why? Why are you wasting my time? Yeah, because I mean, I, I picked up the CC, or learning networking probably it's been like six years ago, and RIP has always been a thing. And I'm like, yeah. I've never used it in any network ever, and I've never I'm even met someone who's used it. That anybody deployed? I except I heard um, what's his name? Um, this guy on Twitter show IP interface brief. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony E. Yeah, I had to yeah. mention one day that he um, came across Rips in some network. No. Yeah, he said it. I remember. <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard anybody say anything about Rips being in production. Dude, that is hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So um, I want to know what's uh, what's the future for Mr. Cisco Panther here? So you're you're learning Python. Um, is your goal to work for Google and Facebook? Is your goal to come back on the interview and go? Watch this, suckers. I know Python now. I'm ready for this. Is that your goal? <laughs> nah, it's not really a goal for me. Everything I do is personal. I just want to be the best engineer that I can be, and I want to learn as much as I can, and I just want to be current. I, do, I don't want to be the type of engineer that I just know the CLI, and that's it for me. I want to keep up with the technology and keep learning and, and keep improving myself. Um if you stay like that, once the opportunity comes, you're going to be able to grab it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't tell you. I mean, for me personally, I've missed opportunities because I wasn't quite ready yet. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't do what you did. I just relaxed a bit. I didn't study like I should have. I got lazy, and I missed opportunities because I, I was just too comfortable. That's all it was. Um, yeah, and another thing that I do is I heard you mention it the other day, um, the in- interview slot thing. I do it too. I think a lot of interviews. <laughs> That's think, good. Well, it's good because interview. you you never know when you're going to need one. Yes. And 
and it just makes you a better interviewer. And yes. frankly, that's that's what gets you the job is how well you can speak to someone about what you, I mean, and displaying yep. that passion too. It's such a valuable skill. I actually I'll, took an interview three days ago. And <laughs> when I finished the interview, I, I came back and I told my wife, my interview game is still intact. <laughs> so you've ne so you've never taken any of the jobs. You just you just go and interview, and they tell you yeah. how much they love you, and you're like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Can't have this. That's that's hilarious, dude. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, so I, I wanted to ask one last question. I know I keep saying that. Um, so in, in your current job, are they really heavy on network automation, or are you kind of the one who's trying to bring it into the 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 main scene there? Yeah, before I even came in, um, they were already implementing some stuff, and they're heavy on network automation. Like um, the the lead architect, he's a really really smart guy. He um, like pretty much automated everything, even before wow. I came in. Like the iOS upgrade, you don't have to go on the router switch. There's um, there's already like um, a web application that you can use to um, do iOS upgrade or stuff like that. Is it all homebrew, or is it something that um, like you purchased, like DNA Center or something, or SolarWinds? No, it's just local. Like it's like um, a Prudential stuff. Oh wow! So he they built their own applications. To yes, do this. It's, it's our own application. So you just log in and you pull out the the routers and switches that you want to upgrade, and you push the command. They already. Yeah, so, yeah, so did ahead. they did they program the front end, or do they have like some yes, of their software developers? They, Dang. They have the front end. I didn't know how they did it, but I know we have the front end and the back end is running. Everything is just synchronized. So they're heavy on automation. And right now, um, we're working on um, automating the IP addressing um, for our network. So wow. that, that's another project that we're working on, trying to automate the process of um, IP addressing. So what I'm doing personally is that I'm trying to um, find a way to create a template for the changes that we do every night. Um, That's awesome. So most times we get a lot of um, VLAN creation, put an interface in a VLAN and stuff like that. So because it happens every night, I want to find a way to really automate that process. I, I'm still talking with my managers to see um, how we can put that together. And I'm also working on something that I can present to them. So I'm, I'm, I tend to use Jinja and Python to um, mm. work out the template. That, that what, you just, what you just described the only, there is perfect. The only, the only thing I'm trying to figure out is how to integrate it with ServiceNow. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you can have um, a ticket created, automatically closed, um, if there's yeah. issues, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what I, I what I love about you, what you described there is that uh, you're still doing network engineering stuff day in day out, but you're trying yeah. to figure out how to make your job easier by using Python. You're not being yeah. replaced. There's not some bot that's going to replace you. You're just no. making your job easier. It's just making your job easy. If if you don't know networking, you're not going to be able to automate anything. That's awesome. I love if that. Just, if you just mm. know Python, just go ahead and become a developer. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that a lot. And, and what I what I tell people is that, um, yeah, you can go and become a developer, but I think you're going to end up making more money knowing networking and knowing uh, Python. Yeah, I think it's a more rare skill set. It just is. Yeah, it's rare. Like uh, basically a unicorn. 
Exactly. <laughs> the term we all love, right? <laughs> Unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Ernest, thank you so much for, for coming yeah. on the channel. Uh, your story is insane. I love your hustle. And you're at the forefront of what we're all supposed to be doing. Um, if everyone could just mimic you and follow your habits, we'll all be like amazing engineers. So thank you for encouraging all of us, especially right. me. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, and thank you to you too. And Duan, thank you to Duan. Thank you to you. Like all the videos you guys posted about how to get into this, how much you could make and how you could change your life doing these things. I mean, I took it and I ran with it. Yeah, you did, and you like way passed me up. I know you, you passed Duan up, and you passed all of us. I mean, you're just like way out there. We're just back here huffing and puffing, trying to catch up. You're killing us, man. But it's amazing. I I know many people are gonna just pass me up and follow in your steps. It's gonna be awesome. Um, but yeah, you, you, I think you've really, I think this talk has probably helped a lot of people kind of with their fears and uh, of what to study, what to look at next. I think the, the summation of it all is that. Keep looking at networking. Get those basics down. Yeah. But, man, start looking at the new stuff. And it's it's just going to be fun. Like It's just taking Python and making your network better. And that's just, yeah. that's just going to be fun. And the good thing about studying every day is that when you get an interview, you don't have to start preparing for the interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. You literally just walk in because you, you do this every day. Now, I know I keep saying last question, but I, I, this is for me too also. This is for me selfishly asking for myself. How yeah. often do you go back and study old topics? Um, I do that often. Like, um, I just bought a course of Udemy from um, Kawabot. Have you ever used any course from Kawabot? No. Yeah, um, this guy, he's a very good trainer. He does, He's he got like eight CCIEs. That's it? <laughs> So I just bought his CCNA course because he just put it out. And I know he's a very good trainer. So I bought his CCNA course that he just um, put out. And I look at it like maybe if I have 20 minutes here and there, I just look at um, old stuff. That's brilliant. I love that. That is, that is so killer. So you're telling me that you as a CCMP studying for your CCIE, go back and watch CCNA stuff to get those basics refreshed. Yeah, because when you go on the job, you get a lot of um, those CCNA basic stuff that you got to know. And if you're not keeping up with it, somebody might just throw a question at the job and you're looking at the person, you don't know what to say. Oh, yeah, that happens yeah. to me constantly. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I've got all kinds of cobwebbed concepts in my brain. I couldn't tell you nothing. I got to go wake <laughs> that up. So that's encouraging for me, too. I mean, you just encouraged me to go look back at some CCNA stuff. I had, because... my, manager, I had my manager one afternoon ask me something about the OSI um, model. <laughs> Nothing, right? Just uh, <laughs> just just randomly, he just said, um, "I heard you're studying for CCIE. Can you um, list the OSI model for me, please?" <laughs> That's and so you, you had trouble saying it, or wait, no? I, I had no trouble because uh, I do this every day. Like, oh, oh yeah, because you do it every day. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and so I'm about to say like sometimes. I mean, I have to go. Please do not throw sausage pizza away. I've got this. I've got this. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, dude, I want to keep you. I don't want to keep you from your family or, I guess, study time. So thank you so much for taking the time. And, uh, guys, if you want to follow Ernest, it's Cisco underscore Panther. I'll put some stuff up here. Uh, do you have any other places we can find you? Um, Yeah, Twitter's, Twitter's good. Cisco Panther, that's it. Cool, man. All right. Yeah, yeah, he's always posting about his journey. It's super yeah. encouraging, motivating for me. I've been following him since he's been just beast-moding it, and it's it's been super impressive. So keep yeah. it up, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.